Genau. Hi, Internet. Hey, How are Internet. You? Shit. Fuck. What's up? From from the top. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Hi, Internet. Hey there, Internet. <laughs> How are you, Internet? <laughs> sexy Sunday night. It's a sexy Sunday night, and everyone's third favorite outrage factory co-host is back from America. Who's the second favorite? Obviously, I'm it the goes, first favorite. It goes you, and then it goes yeah. Kate, and then oh. it goes me, because I uh, I think people generally like her. Although I've noticed when it's just the two of you uh, doing it, it's neither of you is really good at like reining the other person in. So you'll just like, whereas in our case, for, yeah, we'll do a tangent for like, you know, five minutes, and then we'll be mm-hmm. like, okay, let's get back to the the shit. Whereas with you and Kate, you just go on a tangent and the tangent ends when the episode ends. And that's that's the podcast episode. I mean, that's what our podcast is. Tangent Factory. Tangent Factory. I mean, I last week, though, was a little different because there's so many subjects that were hot in the news that I was like, we should talk about this. And then right at the last second, I just got scared feet. And I was like, I don't want to talk about that. Why? Like that Leah Thomas Thompson, Thomas Thompson, the the trans woman swimmer. Oh, God. OK, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Welcome to episode 204 of our attraction, the podcast where you look at the things that make people mad online this week and explain why they're done for caring. I'm your co-host, Derek Bolin. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter. Okay, back to the... Did you talk about the the trans swimmer no, thing? Oh, that that was the to... thing. There was an awkward point where I was going to bring it up, and then I was like... Uh, um, I don't know, because I was going to share, save my spiciest nuclear hot take for the Will Smith thing, but I've also got a spicy hot take for Which... this that's not... Okay. But it's been heard a lot before. Let's do because I want to talk about the the fucking worst thing about doing a weekly podcast that records on Sundays is that the Academy Awards happened last weekend and there was the infamous uh, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. And mm-hmm. now we are a full week after that. Yeah. And like it's been taked, took, taked yeah. to death. It Like every possible take. Oh, my God. Except for I see my hot spot, I, my I spicy hot wait. take. But Do you want like, to talk about this first? Yeah, let's talk about this. Yeah, let's fucking. Uh, I mean, it's like already news that's a week old. There were mm-hmm. like, oh my god, the second it happened, I was yeah. I was on Twitter, and just like, whole the fucking takes I saw on it, where it was like everyone was tripping over their own dicks to like make a very like socially like social like social commentary on it based on whatever they already believe Mm -hmm. and it was fucking insane like i saw more bad takes and i'm like i'm you're about to get another bad one i'm cool i can't fucking i'm the king (laughs) of bad takes and i was like what the fuck are these people like why can't anyone just look at this and be like holy shit that like that the only appropriate reaction to the Will Smith slapping Chris Rock was just to laugh at it and then fucking move the fuck on. Well, 
I, for one, am very sad because Will Smith's career is over. Eh, no, he no. He, Will Smith is one of those guys. He's he like was one of those guys. No, he's still one. He of those already guys. had a lull in his career when he did After Earth with his son, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. If that doesn't show that he had a lull in his career, nothing will. Like he was finally, finally back to almost where he was in the early 2000s when he had eight billion dollar movies back to back. He was like getting that sort of notoriety, except for he was doing like the old guy serious acting thing where he just pretends to be someone else in all these like biography movies. He literally just won the fucking the pinnacle award for actors. He won best actor. But after this, he's 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 fine. Fucking no. Mel Gibson was still employable after, and Mel Gibson had a. That's true. Mel Gibson didn't just have one. That is misstep. a very good point. Mel Gibson had a solid stretch of like four or five years where like everything he could have done to destroy his career, he did, and he was still employable after that. Dude. Like Will Smith is like upper echelon of. Act- mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think he's fucking. Career. The funniest thing was when they showed like the crowd's reaction. And Mel Gibson was there and he was just like, looked like the look on his face was like, I got in so much shit for slapping my wife. And these guys okay, are just fucking no, doing this it. on stage. Okay. Do you want to hear my hot take? Am I ready? Yeah. Okay. I blame toxic femininity. Oh, <laughs> Why? I blame. I don't blame Jada Pinkett Smith. Personally, I think she's a garbage person and always has been. And I think that's why Chris Rock has been going after her since the 90s. Like, I don't think like the first time he did it was like 25 years ago. He made a joke at her expense. And I don't think that's just Chris Rock being like little shitty person. I think it's just Chris Rock noticing that there's a very arrogant actress and he feels like he has to take her down a few pegs. And this like after the whole thing also, I don't really hear anybody talking about how Jada Pinkett Smith, Woody Allen this guy who was friends with her son, who she helped get sober. And then a couple years later, they're dating like, what is that? Nobody cares about that. I guess. I guess grooming only exists if you're a dude and they're like, but I guess since he was like 20 when she met him and got helped him get sober. And then like seven years later, I guess it's okay because he's older and old enough. But the whole point of this is I think it's text toxic femininity because Jada Pinkett Smith realizes that she's not as attractive as she was. And I feel like that's why she had this relationship with this 27 year old, because she felt like she wasn't get. she even said she was bored and she felt like she wasn't getting enough attention. So I think she's like internalizing her own mortality and she's upset about not being like the hot young thing on everybody's mind again. Like she had sex with Tupac. She was like top tier hot girl status for so long. Like Will Smith even made rap songs about her, how he didn't need like other woman. Cause he had Jada Pinkett Smith. 
So it's like you watch the Oscars and then Chris Rock makes this joke about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will's like laughing it off because Will knows how to play the game because he's been playing that game since like the 90s, like for over 30 years or whatever. He knows like he even said it in his acceptance speech. You have to be able to like basically eat shit and just smile because that's the game you got to play. So he's laughing at this joke, trying to laugh it off. And Jada Pinkett Smith looks super pissed beside him. And then she gives him the like, you're just going to sit there. You're going to do something. She gives him those eyes. She doesn't like say, go attack this guy. But it's like Will Smith knows that since they had they they almost got divorced and they got back together and she had this other like boyfriend thing so he knows that if he doesn't go do something he might lose her again yeah but that's not her fault no that's not her fault but the whole thing was like she she couldn't just laugh off the joke because she's scared that she's not attractive anymore, especially with the alopecia or alopecia. Is that what it's called? Alopecia. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with that. So she feels like this thing's happening. So she looks at Will and then Will goes and steps up. What do you think? So to me, it's like it's toxic masculinity triggered by toxic femininity. Like Will saw that his girlfriend was very upset or girlfriend wife was very upset because she didn't feel attractive. And Chris Rock was pointing out one of the reasons why she might not feel attractive. So she looked at Will Smith, who was just doing this movie about this crazy dude who did everything to defend his family. And he also mentions that in his acceptance speech too, how he like, loved playing King Richard because he was such a strong man who would like give up everything for his family. Did I get too much in the weeds? What do you think? I mean, I think you're full of shit. I I think it's like, like we can just say that like, Will Smith is not a man with control of his emotions right now. And all the like all the motivations he had to do it, all of Mm -hmm. which might be true. Like, I'm sure Jada Pinkett Smith feels like shit, but that's not like that's not toxic femininity. That was like that's her. And it happens to fucking everyone, regardless of Mm -hmm. like, we just realize that we like slowly get less attractive. Uh, Yeah, but when dudes, when we realize we're getting less attractive and masculine, we lash out like Will Smith did by doing unnecessary feats of physical prowess or anger or defending people or what like we kind of like try to overly alpha male because we feel weak inside. So I feel like she got upset because she felt unattractive inside. Well, yeah, she got upset because she was being fucking dunked on on a national stage for a fucking condition that like has like she's been pretty open and forthcoming about like how shitty it's been for her. And like those reasons notwithstanding, like I think that like she was rightfully upset by it. Like if someone was like got on a national stage and was making, uh, you know, micro penis jokes about me. I would be like, <laughs> would I, I have to slap them? 
And I don't think that's yeah, I would I would hope I would, you, just, I would have to go slap Chris Rock because he made fun of your penis. So and I don't necessarily think that's like that's a toxic trait. I think that's like human nature. Like if you're being belittled for and it, whether it's like a physical, even if it's just like, hey, this is just like a joke at the fucking Oscars, which I don't think Chris Rock put that much thought into it. Um, no, it was it was pretty hack, like, yeah, lay up Amy Schumer level joke, because some of her jokes were like, just like, I also, don't know. I, I feel like he was just reaching for a movie reference as well. And that's why it was lame. I missed the fucking uh, the, w- w- there was like an Amy Schumer, Kirsten Dunst exchange or something that was. Oh, she also- said something about blah, 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 filling seats, just like Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Dunst. So like. Which makes sense because Kirsten Dunst hasn't been in anything in however many years. Why is she even at the Oscars? Yeah. Like, fuck, fine, whatever. But like, I don't think like, and I don't even think like Will Smith getting up was like toxic masculinity either. I think like part of it was like, it was, it was just Will Smith's ability to control his emotions and not like react that way in that moment. Like, That's what toxic mass toxic masculinity is not being able to control your emotions and deal with a problem. I no, I think physically that's, that's a human trait. Like, but yeah, uh, the, the unphysically thing. But I think there are lots of women who also struggle to control their emotions and not react, uh, be reactive in the moment. And like, mm-hmm. I think Will Smith you know, there's there's ways he talked in his acceptance speech about like being such a fierce defender of his family or something. And there's fucking ways to do that without slapping a man on a stage in front of a fucking like all of your peers and a national television audience. Like you can be the staunchest fucking defender of your family without mm-hmm. getting physically violent in that- front of TV cameras on a national stage. I guess yeah, the helpless and- comedian who made a joke. <laughs> You never fuck with your money. And Will Smith fucked with his money because now it's like it's not like, okay, maybe you're right. And his career isn't completely over, but it's going to be that much harder for him to get work because someone might have been like, oh, hey, we're going to have this job. And then next they're going to be like, well, he kind of slapped somebody. And I think didn't Netflix just drop a movie that they had with him in it? Like, I feel like it's fucking. What's that yeah. fucking one with the the Netflix like, na- just the magic and shit? Magic, bright. Yeah, hopefully the movie was whatever, fucking the, the sequel to rad. That. Will Smith doing bad boys, but with a goblin or like an orc or whatever it was instead of Martin Lawrence. No offense to Martin Lawrence, but I preferred the orc to Martin Lawrence. Fair. Oh, I got a fucking. I got a. I think that. Um, Oh, that fucking it's going to bug me now that I brought it up and I don't know what movie it was, but I think it was in that article where Will Smith was saying that he stepped out of his or stepped down from being a part of the Academy. What that means is he's not going to be able to vote on who wins what like he's like a voting member of the Academy. So now he can still act in movies and still be nominated for awards, but he can't vote on other people if they win and stuff. That's actually probably why Kristen Dunst is there because she's probably part of the Academy. I don't know how you get into the Academy or whatever or whatever or whatever or whatever. Anyway, Uh, 
so there was this whole fucking thing that happened and it basically set a land speed record for bad takes, which we can now add Dales to um, <laughs> with like people just saying it was like toxic masculinity or it yeah. was like uh, black culture or it was uh, fuck. What were some of the other spicier ones I saw that you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And then like, a lot of people are making it about the alopecia thing and about how a black woman's identity is tied to her hair. With oh, yeah. Like, and then there was that whole Chris Rock should have known that because he did that whole documentary that whole fucking documentary on yeah. hair, which yeah, like I don't fucking like. Can it just be like. Like, why do we feel the fucking need to like make everything a much bigger issue? It was like. Chris Rock got on stage at the Oscars and mm-hmm. made a hacky joke that was very fucking low hanging fruit because he was like mm-hmm. a bald woman, G.I. Jane joke. And Will Smith was just like, bah, I'm fucking angry. And I also am being honored with this. Like my marriage is falling apart. I have like a lot of emotional turmoil and dysfunction at home. And then in addition to that, I a both feel the need to make this gesture because of my deteriorating relationship with my wife. And I feel the need to make this gesture because I literally am being honored for being in a film about this, like super fucking protective family man. Um, And both of those things maybe pushed him like even subconsciously to have the outburst that he did. And that's it. Like, there's no, like, there's no that sounds like a take, Derek. There's no additional <laughs> meaning to it, though. It's just a fucking thing that that happened that fucking 20 years ago without all of us being fucking forced to feed our reactions into the reaction machine. That is the Internet to get more reactions out of people. We just would have been like, holy fuck, celebrities fighting on stage at the Oscars. And yeah. then everyone moved the fuck on. But I do have to point out how you were like, how, why does everybody have to have a hot take? And then you had a hot take bringing in so much as like subconscious. My, stuff. my take. But that was just like, that's yeah, just like no, I, that's I agree with you. And I think we're both right. That's what I'm going to say, because I feel like everything you said would have been even more stress put on Will Smith and his inability to control his emotions because of his past with Jada. Okay. And their marriage. So question for you. Yes. So you are at the American Podcaster Awards. Yeah. With your wife. Yeah. Who is like very publicly stepping out on you with the friend of your son. Yeah. And that she groomed that. she Sure. I mean, what he was fucking 20 and there's like. There's a power dynamic or whatever at play there that I'm sure people in fucking 10 years will do. I mean, plenty of ink we to. brought it. We bring it up every time someone else is grooming someone. So we should at least mention but, the fact that there was some weird. It was a weird relationship. Not so much like Louis C.K. jerked off in front of people. He might have been in power over and I had to pretend he wasn't funny for a year. And she had sex with him and he has a throat tattoo. Okay. But Louis CK was like a serial. He didn't, he didn't do this to like just one person. It, it was, it was a lot. I, of sorry. I shouldn't have brought it up. It was a lot I know you still hate Louis CK and I'm fully over it. Well, I still, I'm just, I I'm just saying that like Louis CK was, is not an innocent. Like there, there's a difference between 
what Louis C.K. did repeatedly to many people yeah. in the industry he works in mm-hmm. who, who did rely on him uh, and like Jada Pinkett Smith doing. And I'm, I'm not going to say it's not fucking weird and we shouldn't discuss it. Yeah. But we're going to be having that discussion. It's like guys got away with this shit for a very fucking long time. And for shit yeah. That was a lot I mean- worse. Just because guys used to get away with it doesn't mean we should just let everybody get away with it. And but that's how it's going to work. You you can't be like there's no such thing as fucking true equality or equity in this world. It's not going to be like and all these guys being like, we should hold women to the same standards. It's like that's not going to fucking happen, dude. That's you don't hold people to the same standards until you're in a situation where you can like disrupt their power or usurp their power. Otherwise you fucking keep your mouth shut and your head down, which is why guys got away with this shit for so long. And in 30 or 40 years after the power dynamic has shifted Mm -hmm. and we see women, because human beings are human beings and people are going to do shitty things. Like it wasn't, I don't believe that the men did these things. I don't believe that men did these things because they're men. I believe men did these things because power structures support people engaging in shitty behavior to prey on people less powerful than them. And it doesn't I think matter. They did it because they could and they're shitty people. Yeah. But like shit and uh, shitty people is not something that gives a fuck about gender. They're shitty women. They're <laughs> shitty men. So like after we have like 40 or 50 years of women being the dominant sex, then Mm -hmm. I think we're going to we'll see the same thing. Like everyone will take a look back and be like, holy shit, Jada Pinkett Smith. That was kind of fucking weird. Let's uh, let's write a think piece about that. But yeah, it's not going to let's call up Dale and get him to go on the record with his spicy, spicy, spicy take. take. They'll be like, wow, Dale was ahead of his time. But like no one's Mm going to do that now because for every Jada Pinkett Smith, there's a fucking hundred guys out there who did something worse. <laughs> so if you start to have a conversation about it, they're just like, what yeah. about all these people? Um. Oh, speaking about getting people back on track, Andrea was saying for you to finish your question about what I would I do. Oh, yeah. What? So what? So that's the situation. Your, yeah. your wife who, you know, for the purpose of our, let's just say it's Andrea mm-hmm. has been stepping out on you with your a guy with a throat tattoo a guy with a throat tattoo uh and he i mean i'd be most offended by the throat tattoo well like that just means he's trash like what would you like was he in prison i haven't even seen this guy is this like i'm gonna google him well but like what would you do in that situation to defend your family or whatever the exact same situation Will Smith was in where Chris Rock made fun of. I would I wouldn't walk up on the stage and slap him. I wouldn't say keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth because white people aren't allowed to speak in eubonics. So that would be out of out of bounds for me. I would probably try make a joke back or I would just lean over to Andrea and be like, look. I know this hurts your feelings, but you fucked a guy with a throat tattoo, so you had this coming. (laughs) I think that's reasonable. Uh, Honestly, what I would have done if I was Will Smith was I would have been like, okay, Jada, it's fine. And then I would have just fucking 
upper roaded or like high grounded Chris Rock in my acceptance speech. I would have been like, this room is full of fucking tight butthole people who can't take a joke and take themselves too seriously. So I will a bring up my wife's alopecia B bring up how Chris Rock has been throwing stones from a glass house. And then I would be like, see, I would say how angry I was. And then I would be like, but unlike Chris Rock, I didn't lash out because I'm Will Smith and I'm the golden boy and everybody loves me. And that's why I have eight movies that made over a billion dollars in a row. And Chris Rock has whatever movie he's been in. And I would have just like, and then I would have been like, like I would have like made a joke of how high ground I was being. Like I just kind of alluded to, I'd be like, since I'm so pure, Chris Rock is so like, blow and wallowing around in the mud i would just do that until it got funny yeah just like that's the best thing that i do to th- I've, I've found in those situations is mm-hmm. like you take the high road yeah and then you also simultaneously allude to how you know you're taking the high road and how much better you are than that other piece of shit yeah. and uh that's like and that that really reinforces it with other people because they're like wow look at this guy taking the high road that other person is a piece of shit. But at the same time, throwing light on how ridiculous the whole situation is. Yeah. Yeah. Because Will Smith is still a com- like he's not a comedian comedian, no. but he's still a funny actor. No. Will Smith is funny. I don't think Will Smith is. No, I, like what? I don't. You don't think Will Smith is funny. Honestly, I don't think that like. If you said, like, Will Smith, tell me a fucking funny joke right now or I'll kill you. I don't think he could do it. I think he would just do like he did in Fresh Prince and imitate Martin Lawrence. Yeah, like Fresh Prince was like (laughs) he he also had like a team of writers and shit. Right. Like was Will Mm -hmm. was Will Smith funny. And I guess like, you know, back when he was like the Fresh Prince before the TV show. Like some of some of his raps were pretty funny, I guess, but they weren't like mm-hmm. hilarious. No, they. I never said Will Smith was hilarious. I was just saying he's funny, so he knows how to be funny, and he has good comedic timing from the show and stuff. I don't think he's funny anymore. Also, I, the man to is reinf- not in a place for humor. To reinforce my point from way before, when I said Will knows what he's doing because he's built up his career and stuff, so he wouldn't just lose control. Of blah blah blah. Did you know he got the first mom off of Fresh Prince kicked off because she was taking attention from him because her comedic lines were hitting too hard that he was like, get rid of her. I want the attention on me. That's and that's not like an official official thing. That but that's that's what the first mom claims. Is that true? And I mean, the first mom was funny. She did have as many zingers, not as many zingers as Will Smith's character. Will Smith, but when the new mom came on, she had like no zingers. So I don't know if it's true and I can't say for sure if it's true or not, but I will say that the first mom had more comedy lines than the second mom. So it could, it would very likely seem like it was true. (sighs) What would you do in this situation? What? What would you do if Kate had sex with someone she helped get sober and was 
what, 30 years younger than her and had a throat tattoo. And then Chris Rock made fun of her. I mean, I probably she wouldn't be at the awards show with me if she <laughs> fucked around with like she had sex with one of Noah's friends. I mean, the marriage probably would have been over. Yeah. And then. uh, Yeah, like hard stop. She's not at that show with me. <laughs> yeah. She's somewhere else fucking having sex with guys with throat tattoos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So that would not necessitate me. But if it was like, I don't know if everything was like on the up and up and someone was attacking my family. And like, if they're making like a joke Mm -hmm. about something, Mm -hmm. then like fucking like laugh about it in the moment. And then afterwards go backstage and slap them there. Yeah. No, just kidding. You don't, you don't slap. (laughs) You like, (laughs) you go and have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you don't, you don't like lose your shit on national TV and become a fucking talking point for every, uh, fucking idiot with a keyboard in the entire world for the next, well, like five days. Cause it's dead now. I can't believe people are going to fucking tune out in the first like five minutes of the show. Cause they're going to be like, ah, Will Smith, that's old news. They'll be like, I got to hear what Dale says because Dale loves Will Smith and he keeps bringing up his movies randomly throughout the podcast of the show. Yeah. Also, side note, number one, the movie that Will Smith or that Netflix put on the back burner is fast and loose. They were shopping to try to get another director because David Leach was directing it and he went and worked on something else. Um, so I had nothing to do with the Will Smith thing. No, it does. It has everything to do with the Will Smith thing because they were shopping to get another director. And then once this happened, they're like, yeah, fuck it. We're not finding a director. We're just it was supposed to start production in August. And now they're just like, mm, we're just going to put this over here and let it fi- like not feed it oxygen till it dies. Mm, I, I mm. bet it's, I, I would bet money that this movie still starts production in August. Uh, how much money? How about this? How about this? We don't even have to bet $10. $10. The bet is if you're wrong, you have to watch. You have to watch one Will Smith movie of my choosing. And I'm going to be there to make sure you watch it. What would this is just homework? What would you pick? As long as it's not something six degrees of separation while I sit uncomfortably close to you on the couch. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I was going to say, as long as it's not like that or fucking like uh fucking bagger Vance or like, oh. like there's like good Will Smith. Like I would there, fucking watch it won't be a drama because I can't sit through Will Smith drama movies like fucking I am legend. I will watch the fuck well, out of that good fucking movie. Uh, what else? Wild Wild West is good. Oh, fucking Wild Wild West is amazing. Yeah, people are like, that movie's so dumb and old. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. It's it's like an action comedy, and the action is ridiculous, and it's steampunk. And at the end, the bad guy's driving a giant spider. That's dope. Huge mechanical spider. Oh, my God. I know which movie we're watching. If you lose this bet, we're watching Hitch with Kevin James and Will Smith. No, that's another one. Mm. And you know who's going to watch it with us? Kate's going to watch it with us because she loves Kevin Smith. Not Kevin Kevin Smith, Smith. Kevin James, (laughs) just like Kevin Smith, too. Kevin Will Smith. Uh, Um, Yeah, fine, fuck, whatever. Before we move on, I do want to go back 
too, because Kate in the comments was saying, what about Will Smith? He was stepping out on the side too. But the main difference here is Jada Pinkett Smith was stepping out, had a relationship with this guy out in public, and they went to gala events together. Will Smith was probably dicking down every chance he could, but he kept it in secret and he never flaunted it out in the open air and went to like galas and stuff. That yeah. doesn't make it less bad, but it makes it more to like Jada was doing it as like kind of reaffirming her self-confidence and stuff. Whereas Will Smith just did it because he liked the feeling of putting his penis inside of women. Is all of this true? Like, I want to I got to do some research here. Well, no, see, that's the thing with Will Smith. There's like it's like everybody says he was dicking down and throwing it around, swinging his puto around town. But there's no. Like truth, there's no like evidence of it because he kept it on the DL like you're supposed to when you cheat on someone and you're a famous person. Well, that's the thing. I think. uh... Like part of the whole reason this went bad was because Jada was like, I got permission from Will to date this guy. And now we're I don't know what gala event they went together, but there's pictures of them going to them. So it's like Will Smith was never like. I asked fucking Jada if I could bone this random hostess at the fucking cactus club I went to. Because that's the other thing, too, is like Jada cheats on him by having a relationship with the friend of his son, of her son. So she doesn't even outsource it to like, so you could even like not have like a direct link. Whereas Will Smith's probably just like bone and groupies. Well, that's a, yeah, there's like, if you're going to do this, like don't fucking dip inside mm-hmm. the family to find a fucking rando out there. You got to have plausible deniability, just like, just like financial crime. Don't leave a paper trail. Right. Yeah. I'm Don't leave a boner like, trail. <laughs> it, like that was just like a fucking like a shit move on her part. And then to like be as open as she has been about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're like a very public family. Uh, it's just like it's bad news all around. I yeah. feel for Will Smith. Like the guy's not not having a great time. And now this like thing that should have been the pinnacle of his career is going to be overshadowed by uh, him being a little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, he's like, I am at the height of my acting and super snobbery. And I acted like this regal King Richard, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, and then 15 minutes before that, I was a little bitch and had my feelings hurt. So I lashed out. Do you want to move on? Do you yeah. want to talk about something else that happened a week ago? No, no. Do we have any like contemporary news? Do we have things um, that? Wait, what was the other thing that happened a week ago? The Taylor Hawkins dying. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. Tragedy. Yeah. Did you did that? Do you want to? Do you want me to tell you my conspiracy theory? You've you've already told me, but yeah. Actually, go. it's not even my conspiracy theory. Like every conspiracy I have that I like, I'm just parroting somebody else who can't, who did the research and came up with it for me. Go, go and that's for it, Isaac Weishaupt, who has a podcast called Conspiracy Theories and Unpopular Culture. And he was saying 
that this whole thing could have been, I don't know. I don't want to say what he said because it's like, then people will think I said it, but he's basically alluding to the fact that Dave Grohl might've sacrificed Taylor Hawkins for future fame. And while I don't agree with that, I do have to point out that Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins both have been dabbling in some dark art shit, like occultism. Like I'm not saying Dave Grohl is like a seated master occult guy, but he like, in his autobiography, he talks about doing a seance in his garage to try imbibe the soul of John Bonham and attract him to himself so he can be better at music. And then he goes, after that, it felt like music was breathing where I was obsessed with it and I just had to do it. And like, if Dave Grohl's doing that when he's 17, like, granted, he said he didn't know what he was doing and he was just kind of wrote, put some symbols on the ground. And um, he put 606 or something and he has a 606 tattoo. I don't know what that means, but it's like, and then he put um, John Bonham Zoso symbol, which is Led Zeppelin. Oh, John Bonham's the drummer from Led Zeppelin. He died because he drank to death himself to death. Thanks Dale. Died he, of consumption. He, he, he drowned in his own puke. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Um, but each member of Led Zeppelin had, they're called the Zoso symbols because Jimmy Page was Zoso. And then one of them had a feather and the album was called Zoso. And it was like their symbols and stuff. And it was supposed to be because Jimmy Page was also supposed to be super into dark arts. And he actually like bought the mansion that Aleister Crowley owned. But anyways, I'm getting off track. So my point isn't I don't think Dave Grohl actually sacrificed Taylor Hawkins in some sort of blood sacrifice to get famous because they're already fucking famous as shit. They're already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Dave Grohl's in twice, once with Nirvana, once with Foo Fighters. And then it was like, what What would he do? Launch a solo career? Even though he did launch that album Dream Widow on the same day Taylor Hawkins died. Which, so the weird part comes with this movie called what was it? Studio 666. And in this studio or in this movie, the Foo Fighters or Dream Widow is the like fictional band in the movie. They go to this haunted house and they go to record an album. And in the basement, Dave Grohl finds a tape and it's from some band from the 70s. And then he like plays it and it un- and it unleashes a demon that takes over Dave Grohl's body. And then he slowly kills his band members so that he can launch a solo career after the band. And the weird thing is the movie that are the, sorry, the mansion that they filmed this in is the same mansion that the Foo Fighters recorded their 10th album in. And when they were recording their album, Dave Grohl said it was like super creepy. All this weird shit kept happening. Like their pro tools equipment would be all like, reset to default and there would be tracks recorded that they didn't record and it was just like the mic noise of an empty room wouldn't that like scare the piss out of you Derek no are you totally ignoring me I was just letting you let you go for oh, a okay. while I thought you were gonna so, to wrap it all around my main point is I don't think Dave Grohl 
or Taylor Hawkins like were killed by spirits or something. What I think is the girl's fact- still alive for the record. Yeah. Well, I don't. He definitely was not killed by spirits. <laughs> well, I don't think Taylor Hawkins was killed by black magic or occultism. What I think is when someone is so into black magic or occultism or Satanism, it's like this, like kind of it comes from a depression place where they're searching for answers outside of themselves to maybe try fix something that they feel lacking inside. So like Taylor Hawkins had a overdose 25 years ago or whatever. I don't know how long he was clean before this, but if he's, cause he also had a side project of, I think it was called Satan's daughter or something like they had like a satanic death metal um, side project where he was singing. But if they're into this, all this cultism, then it's like, it's kind of like there's some darkness in them, not necessarily occult darkness, just like sad and lonely darkness, which would make you more prone to like doing drugs to feel good. And they're saying that's what happened to Taylor Hawkins was he did all these drugs and he overdosed. That's what the Cuban or the Colombian coroner said, but it's not the official official cause of death. I actually haven't heard any updates on that. And I, I didn't think. Taylor Hawkins. Let's see if the internet has an update yet. Yeah, because that a bunch of people came, um, heard the Colombian coroner say there's 10 different um, substances in Taylor Hawkins' body. But the weird thing is, if you read the article, it was like the coroner tested the pee of Taylor Hawkins. But like if you have a corpse why would you be testing the pee so i don't know if this was like a test he did before taylor hawkins was dead like he did a pee test that he had on file or whatever oh they did find a preliminary urine toxicology test found 10 different substances in his body including thc antidepressants uh benzos and opioids mm-hmm. a lot of downers that would make you feel sad but they did a urinary test if you have the body, wouldn't you test the blood? Why would you like cut open a body, go inside, get the bladder and squeeze the pee out and then test that? Is this like a thing that I'm just ignorant to because I'm not a coroner or a scientist? Yes, that's probably it. Exactly. I'm sure there's a reason <laughs> they did that. But like, I mean, maybe they get the results back sooner because. Why yeah. would you pee test? Instead of blood test corpse. Uh, Yeah, there's there's nothing. Google is kind of failing me right now. So, you know, do you want me to duck, duck, go it? Sure, Dale. (laughs) (laughs) Why the fuck not? If you're sick of Google lying to you. You know what I found out that's kind of depressing? So DuckDuckGo is a search engine that doesn't like kind of like censor their results as much as Google does, but they still use like the Google search algorithm and give you the stuff Google would have given you. So it's not like its own independent search engine. What was the question you asked? What's... uh... Why would they? Oh, do you want it exactly the way I phrased it? Yeah, I said urine test instead okay, hold on, hold of on. blood test. Urine corpse. test 
instead of blood test. Yeah, but corpse is probably the wrong that I shouldn't have done that. I should. No, have been I'm like, doing exactly what you did. Okay. To see if something comes up. Okay. Um, why police seek urine samples instead of blood draws? Okay. When corpses meet forensic pathologist, part one. Um, arrest requirement for administ administering blood tests. Oh, the blood tests available to measure benzene in the body. In your breath, urine and blood, breath. Test. So they could have tested his, well, they couldn't have tested his breath, but you could test for benzos by your urine, your blood, or your breath. Oh, here we go. Toxicology tests and autopsies. Did you get that result? No. Google. Um, it's possible. I didn't, I didn't scroll that. Sorry. <laughs> um, this, this is just a fucking... This is pages of text. I don't think we're going to get anywhere. So we'll just, we'll just say that to test urine, you could probably find... Well, I guess because the urine, the blood or the drugs go there to gather to be expelled from the body, whereas blood, once it stops pumping, they probably wouldn't have found it in there. Probably. Yeah. Whereas in the pee. Yeah. Like the right? pee is still going to be pee inside of a dead bladder, whereas uh, oxygen. Never mind. Andrea, Andrea solved it. What's it say? She said Google says the window of detection is shorter for blood oh. than urine. Thanks, Andrea. You're hired. We, we need a researcher, by the way, so that we don't have to do this shit on air anymore. <laughs> she probably just got upset listening to us Google and DuckDuckGo. Uh, so, okay, we have time for one more topic because my kid is currently hanging out downstairs by himself. Um, did you want to yeah, do... he's got the Xbox to watch him. Here, I have a... Uh, let's do the, the transgendered swimmer. Let's do the Leah Thomas thing. If you're willing to, are you sure? I'm willing to, but are you sure? Because this, because me saying toxic femininity will get us some heat, but talking about Leah Thomas is going to get us the most heat of anything. Is it? And perhaps even label us transphobes when I am not a transphobe. Okay. Well, here's my take on it. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? Anyone who gives a <laughs> shit about this legitimately is some culture war fucking idiot who mm. like, like, this is the least fucking important thing in the entire world. Apologies to any Olympic swimmers who might listen to our fucking podcast. There's like, what, 10 of you in the United States? Who gives a fuck about this? Who cares? Uh, what is a valid reason to care about any of this shit other than Fox News telling you that you should? Um, one of the reasons to care about this is because it's NCAA swimming. So... For a female who swimmer who was lost her spot because Leah Thomas, she might lose her um, scholarship to school. Still because don't she, fucking care. Because scholarships, I don't know how exactly they're worse, but I got to guess that they're based on your placement in swim meets and national competition and stuff. So if you get four seconds instead of two first and two seconds. I imagine that's going to affect your scholarship and how much you're entitled to get money and stuff. It doesn't. They don't fucking give a scholarship and then take it away to everyone who doesn't finish first. They have entire fucking swim teams mm -hmm. of people 
Yeah, but somebody's going to not be on that team because Lee is on the team. These these are multi-billion dollar educational institutions. Add one extra spot to the fucking swim team. I agree. They should have an extra spot. Who gives a shit? Who fucking cares about there is a lot of people. There are zero. A lot of people care about them because the entire world is obsessed with this culture war bullshit where Mm -hmm. everyone invents these fucking dumb fucking like this is going to be my stake in the ground issue to fucking die on. And Fox News is going to talk about it relentlessly for fucking four months to get everyone all angried up about it. Nobody fucking cares. Nobody in the real world should give a shit about a transgender person having the opportunity to swim. If it's that much of a fucking problem, let's fucking wait until there's a greater percentage of transgendered persons in the NCAA. And then they can, we can create their own fucking uh, own fucking whatever, like section in swim competitions. But until that happens, fuck off. Why, (laughs) why are we wasting? I saw a fucking, it was a confirmation hearing for the fucking new Supreme court justice and some fucking idiot politician is sitting there literally asking her what the legal definition. This is somebody who is aspiring to the highest court in the United States. And they're asking them a fucking question about what the legal definition of a woman is. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking you're a fucking idiot if you care about this at all. I'm sorry, yeah, but you can't like, sidestep this entire thing because it's going to have legal ramifications. Why? For you, because it's going to be it's going to fall under hate speech. It's going to fall under discrimination and all of this stuff. So you're going to have to under discrimination if they discriminate and they say, sorry, transgender person, you can't fucking participate in this sport. That's discrimination saying transgender person, you can participate in this sport and a bunch of fucking single brain celled idiots are going to lose their fucking minds over it. That's not just they're not discriminating against anyone. There's no discrimination happening there, but they're also pushing all the other women down because this guy the sorry, this woman is she just came in laterally from being a male swimmer a year ago and she's at the tippy top because she's like way faster than all the female swimmers because she like she did one and she finished and second place was 38 seconds behind her so fucking cool like i don't think it would be discriminate like this is the reason why you have to ask a Supreme Court member, what's your legal definition of a woman? Because you got to look at stuff like this, where there is like monetary why? incentives on on the line. What are the monetary incentives? These girls scholarships. So the girl who finished in second place lost her scholarship. No, I'm saying the girl who didn't make the swim team because Leah made the swim team who's, loses who's, her scholarship. Who's that, who's that girl? Oh, fuck. You didn't see. There's a big article about it because her mom was super pissed. Uh, who's that girl that didn't make the swim team? Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to duck, duck, go it. Swimmer. Didn't make team because Leah Thompson. See, um, okay, here we go. NCAA swimmer calls for rule change after missing final due to Leah Thomas. Missing final, not not making the swim team or losing a scholarship. 
Uh, oh, she missed like the, I don't know. It just says missing out on Leah Thomas's final. Yeah, missed out on the final. Still nothing in there about losing a scholarship, which is a totally fucking I know, make-believe issue. I'm saying totally fucking make-believe issue. That's something that I just assumed. You are correct in it's that something it's that a lot of people are assuming out. in order yeah. to get more upset about this than is warranted. Who gives a mm-hmm. fuck, man? Like nobody's nobody's life is materially affected by this, except for I'm telling you, people's lives are material affected by this. For, people dedicate their lives to get into NCAA swimming. Do Not they? you or me? Yeah, Derek, they do. Have you been to the States and how much they care about college sports? They care yeah, about it's college, not college sports, football, like football. But it's still a sport or, that they mm, care about. No, Dale, like, no one's going to build a career like, yeah, they'll get their scholarship for swimming and they'll go. I'm and not they'll saying you're wrong and your people shouldn't care. I'm just saying you're wrong in saying it doesn't affect an individual and people don't care about it, it because it affects, obviously people fucking care about this. Sure. It, it affects an individual or like a handful of yeah. individuals. Like even if there's a couple hundred swimmers <sighs> across the entire United States who are affected by transgendered people taking their spots on the swimming team, who gives a fuck? In what other situation do we adjust the entire country for the whims of a fucking like, I can't imagine a more smaller focus group than collegiate swimmers who got bumped <laughs> by transgendered people. Why is this even a fucking issue? Let the transgendered people swim. The end. Who gives a fuck? Give them a consolation prize or a participation ribbon. Sorry you couldn't beat a transgendered person. I honestly think she shouldn't be allowed to swim with the women. Personally. I think she shouldn't be allowed to be an NCAA swimmer. Like if you're nobody you're sitting here, fucking if telling nobody me gives that, a fuck, if nobody gives here, a fuck, then you're why sitting here? Why should me, she be allowed to? You're sitting here telling me that the the people should have that there's going to be discrimination and hate speech around this. And then you're saying that transgender people should be barred from participating in collegiate sports, swimming, collegiate swimming. Oh, oh, just swimming. There aren't yeah. any other sports where men have a distinct genetic advantage. I mean, advantage we're over talking women. about swimming right now. There are there other, sports any other sports where I don't care about. There aren't any other sports. Yeah, there are. There are other sports, but they won't make it because. OK, what other sports do you want to talk about? What? I want to no, say for all me, swimming is is the epitome of the difference of the male to female body because males bodies are shaped like upside down triangles. So we have less drag in the water. So just the shape our body grows into gives us an advantage over female bodies because females have a lower center of gravity, meaning there's more weight lower down, whereas males our center of gravity is in our chest. So it's easier for us to swim faster. And Leah Thomas didn't transition till she was 21 and her body was fully formed into the wider shouldered, skinnier hip shape of a male. Like I told you we were going to get in shit for this, and this is why I didn't bring it up last. So time. this is the only sport where men have a genetic advantage over women. No, and therefore. Well, no. if you look at gymnastics, women have a genetic advantage over men. Okay, so we should. So, no. So, if you have a female 
who transgenders into a male, she would have an advantage over gymnasts, over male gymnasts for the tumbling exercises and such, because they have lower centers of gravity. So she would spin easier in the air. Right. And out of deference for all those male gymnasts who have worked so fucking hard to be the best male gymnasts in the world, we should not let transgender people compete with them. Not at the college level. No, nobody fucking cares, man. This is moronic. <laughs> like anyone who cares about this, unless like if you have a kid who is a mm-hmm. collegiate swimmer and they have yeah. been directly affected by this and lost a scholarship. And now your kid, you can't afford to pay for them to go to school. They can no longer go to school. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from you. Like I want these people to message me directly and tell me how they have personally been affected by this. So I can like actually get to the heart of it without all the fucking bullshit culture war. You should be, this is the future that liberals want where no more girls win Olympic swim medal. It's, it's fucking stupid. And I cannot believe anyone cares about this at all because, because you know what? Mm. Wait, hold on a second. I got to do some on the fly research here. Okay. Like I agree with you that this is being like, it's, being hijacked and people are putting more emphasis on this than they should. And it's drawing a lot more attention than it should because people are, it's like the whole mass debate between left and right. It's become something bigger than culture just war bullshit. the debate. Yeah. Culture, culture war, war bullshit. bullshit. So yeah, I don't know. He, uh, yeah. Andrea nailed it. Andrea said, I think you get scholarships when you go to college for a sport. That's generally how it works. People are awarded scholarships all the time. Not everyone gets one, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but a lot of people involved in sports teams. So that particular, so like no one's going to lose their scholarship because they didn't win something. She said, so that particular point is correct to consider is why. So she's on my side with that. Is she? Yeah, she is. People are awarded scholarships at the time. Not everyone gets one, but a lot of people involved in sports teams. So that particular point is to correct to consider. Yeah, but like, okay, let me say something else before we end our friendship over this, like the policeman debate. Okay. If no one actually loses their scholarship over this, then I don't give a fuck. If Leah Thompson is just smashing all these female swimming records and nothing is happening financially to other, like if no one loses their scholarship, like nobody who would have made the swim team, but didn't because Leah is there, then I don't care. Okay. All I'm saying is, if there is a financial detriment to a female swimmer because Leah's swimming, then that's bad because we invented female sports. So females would have their spot to like contend against each other and carve out their own space. Yeah. And transgender people are female. Yeah. They are newly female. Yeah, but they're female, so they get to compete with the females. That's just the fucking... If I'm Canadian, and I yeah. move to Italy, and I'm top top of my fucking... Top of my game, uh, I can compete for Italy in the Olympics. I don't have to compete for Canada. Because the situation has changed. Even if I'm at the top the of my thing. game. But I'm just saying, man, like the people fucking lose their shit over this specific instance because they don't like transgender people. That's the only reason anyone would have a reaction to this. And all the other. No, they don't like transgender people competing against non-transgender people. That's because they They don't don't hate 
transgender people. Transgender like, people are fine. No, the do whatever you want. Who, the people who care about this, anyone who has never given a fuck about college swimming until this issue came out, and suddenly they're the world's they're fucking looking out for all the collegiate swimmers out there. Mm-hmm. They don't like transgender. Bill, you're getting people. personal with this, but <laughs> I'm just saying like, and I know lots of people who never heard him mention collegiate swimming mm. fucking once. And all of a sudden they are experts in collegiate swimming. They don't like transgender people because you don't fucking care about swimmers. I feel like you can not want transgender people to do sports against biological females and not hate transgender people yes like it's not you a black or white thing no you can absolutely like transgender people and tell them that they don't have the right to compete in sports and take away something that they're passionate about just because they're transgender that's something Mm -hmm. that like oh i was being sarcastic if you care about transgender people (laughs) Transgender people should be allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. (laughs) They should be able to compete at the college level for sports. You don't get to say, sorry, you chose to be transgendered. Go do some transgendered specific shit. You don't get to do sports anymore. That's not something that people who care about transgender people would say. They would say, hey, I noticed you like sports. and I think that's cool as fuck. Let's find a way for you to participate Mm -hmm. in sports, not you do not get to take part in it. Uh, I did some on the fly research here. Yeah. This is going to blow. Guess how many collegiate swimmers there are in the United States? 30. What? No. Guess how many like total collegiate swimmers there are in the United States? 2000. 25,000. Male and female? Male and female. I mean, actually, if you look at this, she was a male swimmer who left the male swim team to go to the female swim team. So So she opened up a spot for male. What? Okay. So 25,000 collegiate swimmers in the United States. Guess how many adults identify as transgendered in the United States? 30,000? 1.4 million adults in the United States identify as transgendered. So one out of every 300, one out of every 300 people in the United States identifies as transgendered. So if I'm looking at us, so it's like 0.3%. So if you want to make the biggest impact, you're going to, I would wait, say, wait, 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 wait. I want to see, hold on. So you said there's 1.4 million. No, no. 25,000 oh, college 25, swimmers. Yeah. Times 0.03 equals Oh, fuck shit. Uh, 25,000 times. So there should be, if the ratio is the same as the adults, there should be 7,500 transgender athletes, swimmers. There should be what? 7,500 transgender swimmers. If the ratio of one in 300 is the same is well, no, because now what? Because you said there's one. Oh, 30,000. No, there would be 10. You said 25,000, didn't you? I said there's 25,000 swimmers. Yeah. And if 0.3% of those are transgender people, there would be 7,500 of points. Point zero three percent. Point three percent would be 30%. Okay. 
Okay, you're right. Wait, and it's even less than that. It would be 0.003% because it's one in okay, three. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So 25,000. One in 300. Wait, I got times to do, I gotta do the math. Zero. I got to do the math. One divided by 300. 0.003%. So 25,000. Yeah. Times 0. 0.003. Shit, how many did I say? Three. Three zero point zero zero two zeros. Three. Seventy-five. There would be seventy-five okay. transgendered swimmers. Okay. Which, you know, and maybe that's getting I mean, to the point. That's not that many. But you know, I'm I'm gonna say don't fucking care about this. Is like once one swim person who, who won one swim meet. Why give a shit about any of this? When like now. Do you think there should be an asterisk by all the records she's breaking no. or no? No. Okay. I don't like we've fucking some of the greatest athletes in the world in the eighties and nineties were just like juicing a fuck ton of steroids or cocaine or God yeah, knows but what all else. Their shit got asterisks beside it. Now, Not all like of it. Barry just, Bonds and just shit. Fucking, just Barry Bonds. No, Mark McGuire hasn't fucking had that. And that guy was like juiced as shit. Dude, Mark McGuire is not like he got all his shit revoked too. Did he? He's the guy who had the home run record, right? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, he got that shit taken away. He Did they really? The Hall of Fame. Yeah. God damn. He's fucking. That's fucking out, hard. Audi five thousand. That's fucking hard. Uh, no, I don't think we should put an asterisk on it. Like, okay. Anyways, fucking- this is why I didn't want to talk about this last week because I was like, it's more trouble than it's worth. It's something I have an opinion on, but I'm not emotionally attached to my opinion. Does that count? Yeah, I'm emotionally okay. attached to my opinion that anyone who a cares fuck. about this is fucking <laughs> like I, I saw this and I saw people's reactions to it. And I was just in the States for a week at a house that has Fox News on 24 hours a day. Oh, and dude. like a lot of the guys, all of the guys at this bachelor party I was at were conservatives. Um, oh, you must have been dying. No, whatever. They're, they're mm. like great, great dudes. And here's the thing I've also learned is that like conservatives the this transgendered swimming thing mm-hmm. is just like the latest in a uh the fucking powers that be being like the left and the right need to be at war with each other all the time and yeah, divide and conquer and so so they keep coming up with these dumb fucking issues that like or even like slightly more important issues that that are meant to just like demonize the other side. And mm-hmm. uh, I spend time with conservatives. My family from the United States, very conservative, uh, great fucking people, like very generous, very caring, very supportive, would give you the shirt off their back. Mm-hmm. All these dudes I was at the bachelor party with great fucking guys uh, love fucking Donald Trump. Sorry, they love Donald Trump. They don't love fucking Donald Trump, though. Yeah, but you love fucking Donald Trump, don't you? I'm a huge fan of fucking Donald Trump. Complete, complete, complete aside. I did the TikTok thing where it says which celebrity you look like. And I got Donald Trump and Kylie Jenner. And I don't know how I should feel about this. You actually look like the, uh, the love child of both of those, so. Congrats. I mean, if I could curtail this into some sort of fame or for an, our financial endowment, I would be great. 
I do have big, luscious Kylie Jenner lips and I am losing my hair. So I get how they said I look like both. Sorry to step on the middle of your point, but I just that was who uh, that was who Justin Bieber looked like when I saw him in that fucking giant suit at the Grammys. I was like, oh, this, he's doing he's rocking the Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump always <laughs> yeah. wore those fucking poorly fitting suits. Well, that um, was just to hide that he was fat. I thought he was doing it because James Pattison did it. Who? The guy from Batman, the Batman. Robert Jam- Pat. Patton, Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. What did I say? James Pattinson? James Pattinson, who's like isn't the guy who owns the, the signs? Guy, the guy who wrote fucking oh yeah, <laughs> the Pattinson group. Uh <laughs> local Vancouver celebrity. Anyway, yeah. um, liberals and, and conservatives are not the enemy. Every issue that you have been inventing to get mad at the people who believe shit uh other than you uh is a myth perpetuated by shitheads at uh, basically like media companies or uh, our own power structures that want to keep. I think basically somewhere along the line, somebody figured out that we can't like, um, we can't distract these people with entertainment forever. So mm-hmm. what we need to do is create this perpetual machine where uh, the left wing and the right wing are at war with each other. And that will distract them until the fucking end of time. Um, we should just invent a center group where you could just like go and take a breather from like the culture war. We could just be like, I don't care. Yeah, I, I've like I've checked out of it now. So when stuff yeah. like this comes up, like I saw the fucking transgender swimming thing and I was like, fuck, <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Like and, you know, it, it means if there's 1.4 million transgender people in the United States and 25,000 co- collegiate swimmers, I would say fucking, you know, if we're going to govern by like doing the, making the choice that provides the biggest benefit to the most people, you got to side with the transgender people on this one. How is that? That's one, the opposite of pleasing the most people. No, 1.4 million versus 25,000. No, because it's it's seven point or it's seventy five versus twenty five thousand. It's one point four million against three hundred million. No, but you're I'm mixing saying, your two numbers to like combine them. No, because it, you can't say that like there is a net benefit to non-transgendered people to not allow transgender people to compete in sports because they already get to do that. Okay, so that's a good point. The people I see your point, the people who are directly impacted by a transgendered swimmer are collegiate swimmers. But having the opportunity for one point for transgendered people to say, hey, the college system in the United States is making an effort to accept us and include us in this shit. Is that not worth more than Susie fucking already from a white rich family. Whoa, let's not go there. I'm we fucking, don't I'm know. just gonna say I'm just gonna say it. We man. don't know her his, just, her cultural just, background. That's fair. That's fair. I'll walk it back. I'll walk it back. <laughs> I'll walk it back. We don't know. Um, okay, I gotta go. My kid's been downstairs by himself for like an hour and a half. Uh he, he hey. could he's probably watching all the bad stuff on YouTube, like all the bad stuff like, this how, podcast. How to murder your parents. Um, yeah. Hey, internet. Thanks for tuning in for episode two, 200, 204. Yeah, 204. 
of Irish Factory. Uh, uh, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on Twitter or not at Herder. <laughs> I'm Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Outrage Fact Pod. You look like you're going to say something. No, you, you're doing a great job. Keep going. Okay. Uh, send us an email on your personal take on either the Will Smith thing, the Dave Grohl. I forgot the drummer's name. Taylor Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins. or Leah Thompson take at our, our outrage fact pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can, if you're watching this on the Facebook live stream, just hit us up in the comments. You can leave us comments on YouTube if you're watching this after the fact. I don't know if you can comment through Transistor or whatever. You can. And whoever downloaded 135 episodes at once on Apple Podcasts, thank you. You're Thanks. juicing our numbers. We we love getting our numbers juiced. Hey, if you like the podcast, leave a uh, uh, rating or a review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you, and really if you like, hate the podcast, don't fuck do yourself because you're do, wrong. Yeah. Yeah, you piece of shit. Don't leave negative. Fucking... Re- no, you can leave a negative review. No, if you what want. are you doing, Dale? Don't don't leave a negative. Re- if I you mean, have a negative review about our podcast. You can just fucking scream it into a trash can where it belongs <laughs> because <laughs> this podcast is great and we are great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because screaming into a trash can is kind of the whole theme of this podcast. Scream- <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> until next week. Stay angry.